Hi everyone, welcome to this Cambridge Health Tech Institute podcast for the upcoming Emerging Oligonucleotide Therapeutics taking place this September 27th to the 28th at Discovery on Target in Boston. My name is Joel Hornby. I am a conference director for Cambridge Health Tech Institute. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing our chair and speaker for Emerging Oligonucleotide Therapeutics, Professor Dan Peer, Director of the Laboratory of Precision Nanomedicine at Tel Aviv University. Dan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Dan, a large focus of your research involves trying to figure out how to deliver RNA molecules into specific target tissues, especially leukocytes, via systemic administration. Could you please tell us a little bit more about this and what the potential benefits may be? Well, I think the potential benefits are huge. If we can manipulate the function of leukocytes, the potential cure or disease management in different types of diseases from hematological malignancies to inflammation, viral infections, rare genetic diseases, etc., will be huge. And I think that it's usually it's becoming more and more challenges, but I think leukocytes are one of the most difficult to transfect cells. So in our lab, what we're trying to do is to create strategies that will specifically go to subsets of leukocytes in a very efficient manner and deliver those payloads, such as RNAi, but not only RNAi, other nucleic acid as well, and try to manipulate their fates, both, again, in different diseases, such as hematological malignancies, for example, multiple myeloma, mantle cell lymphoma, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, and during inflammatory bowel diseases, we're also working on lymphocytes there that are influencing and mononuclear phagocytes. So these are the two major topics that we are trying to target our nanoparticles to those subsets of cells. I hear it's also pretty tricky working with RNA as it is so easily degraded. How do you cope with this particular challenge? So these days already there are certain chemical modification that stabilizes the RNA molecule, so we have less of a problem. However, we still have a problem with immune recognition. So RNA molecules could be recognized by different immune cells, and this is a paradox. We're trying to manipulate their fate, but at the same time, we are not wanted to be recognized as viruses trying to penetrate into those cells. So this is the tricky point. We are trying to cope with this issue by entrapping the RNA molecule in a very sophisticated type of lipids that are called ionizable lipids, and we charge them. We're playing around with the pH in order to charge them in low pH and then change the pH to physiological pH. And therefore, we get uh, particles, uniform, homogeneously particles, that we can then coat with relevant ligands in order to target them to different subsets of leukocytes. I understand you've begun to employ CRISPR-based gene editing in your research. Have you seen much success with this approach? Well, I would say that uh, unfortunately, I think that uh, we're still in the middle of the hype, but I haven't seen very clear data that we can go systemically except to deliver and go to other cell types in a very efficient manner and use CRISPR to gene edit or other methods to gene edit the genome. So we are still working on this. We are very optimistic. We do think we are getting there, but I still think a bit early to further discuss this. I think 
we need to learn a little bit more and to see how we can stabilize basically the guided RNA and other molecules that we entrap. There seems to be growing interest in the potential clinical applications for lipid-based nanoparticles and extracellular vesicles in recent years. Why do you think that is, and where do you think the important research opportunities are now? Well, I think that everyone wants to go beyond the liver. And right now, all the lipid uh, nanoparticles, all the liposome strategies are all going to the liver, which is very good if you're working with liver diseases. But if you want to go beyond the liver, for example, solid tumors that are not in the liver, or you want to go after other diseases, neurodegenerative diseases, or you want to go after immune disease or inflammation in general, you need to be able to target those molecules not to deliver, or even in the first path to deliver, hopefully not to stay there. And this is a very tricky situation because basically one needs to really try and bypass this. And this is not a trivial task, as I mentioned, but we and others are really developing interesting strategies that we believe will go hopefully in a reasonable time into the clinic for testing those strategies. And Dan, so you're coming over to Boston for emerging oligonucleotide therapeutics at Discovery on Target this September the 27th to the 28th. What are you looking forward to gaining there? So I think it's going to be a very exciting event because basically we're going to hear what's going on both in the clinic and in some labs how companies are going to deal with those challenges and where are we standing with genome editing using CRISPR and other strategies. So this is a very exciting time. I strongly believe that the nucleic acid therapeutics will gain more and more weight in the next five to ten years. And personally, I think that we are witnessing what happened with the protein therapeutics about 20 years ago, where Starting clinical trials are not really great, but in time, companies learn how to scale up, how to monitor, how to uniform, and how to probe the efficacy with uh, therapeutic proteins, such as monoclonal antibodies. I strongly believe that in the oligonucleotide field, including RNA and RNAi, this is something we will witness in the next five to ten years. It's really amazing how much progress we have made from 2000 to 2003 when the first papers came showing the potential of RNA molecule to silent gene in mammalian cells and show proof of concept in an animal model. We really, really went very far. And remember that there are now few companies that are doing quite a lot of clinical trials. I'm going to mention only one of them because I think they're the most advanced one, which is on island in Boston. And really, it's amazing that they have eight programs in clinical trials and one of them in phase three. So... I really think that many others will join in different types, not only RNAi, but also messenger RNA, which is gaining a lot of interest, and CRISPR, of course, and other methods to edit the genome. Thank you very much for your time and expert insights today. Thank you. Professor Dan Peer, Director of the Laboratory of Precision Nanomedicine at Tel Aviv University, will be speaking on Emerging Oligonucleotide Therapeutics at Discovery on Target this September 27th to the 28th at the Western Copley Place, Boston. If you'd like to hear Dan speak in person, go to www.discoveryontarget.com where you can register entering the key code PODCAST 
and where you'll also be able to see many other exciting talks, tracks and features planned for this year's Discovery on Target. Once again, I'm Joel Hornby from Cambridge Health Tech Institute. Thank you for listening.